John chapter 7 verse 18 says, The one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory. But the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. This is the third way we can test Jesus' authority. Did he seek his own glory? So, did Jesus seek his own glory? Well, if Jesus were only seeking his glory in coming to the earth, he would have taken the advice of his brothers, broadened his platform, and sought the glitz and glamour of the main stage in Jerusalem. But he didn't. He did the Father's will and spoke the Father's words so that the Father would be glorified. He willingly and joyfully obeyed the will of the Father so that the Father could be justified in overlooking man's sin from before Jesus' death. And he also be the justifier in punishing man's sin in Jesus' death. But does Jesus have glory? Are we to bask in the glory of Christ? Yes, but his glory is never apart from God's glory. He's not at odds with God's glory, trying to trump God's glory, claiming a glory distinct or separate from God the Father. In other words, we learn that Jesus never struts. It's hard to trust a person that struts all the time. Psalm 73 verse 9 says, The tongue of the arrogant struts through the earth. The prideful man speaks of himself too highly in order to gather undue attention to himself. But Jesus doesn't do that. He speaks truth. He acts in accordance with truth so that his Father may be glorified. And because of this, he is pure and truthful. But then we see in John chapter 7, verses 19 through 24, that Jesus shows these religious leaders just how deceived and far off from God they really are. He shows them that their desire is not to do the will of God. Jesus makes the accusation that even though they have the law of Moses, which is part of the revealed will of God and displays the glory of God, that they are trying to murder Jesus, which actually violates the Mosaic Code. And when Jesus says this, the crowd says, you're crazy, you're demon-possessed, you're paranoid, no one's trying to kill you. But do you remember back in chapter 5, verses 1 through 18? Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath, and then Jesus claimed that he was working in lockstep with the Father, making himself equal with God. And then in verse 18 it says, this was why the Jews were trying to kill him all the more. Jesus did one deed, a miraculous deed on the Sabbath, and yet every Sabbath the ordinary work of circumcision was performed. Circumcision on a baby boy was to take place on the eighth day. So if your boy was born on Saturday, then eight days later would be the next Saturday. What Jesus is pointing out is that in the Old Testament, there is a level of precedence in the Mosaic Law in order to keep the law. Jesus is saying that by, by that same scale of precedence, that Jesus did what was most important, making a person's whole body well, even though it was on the Sabbath. Yet, because of that, the religious leaders wanted to kill Jesus. They didn't want the will of God, neither were they in pursuit of the glory of God. They wanted to preserve their own will and promote their own glory. And this should be one reason why we love this text, because it points out and exposes our own sinful desire to want to promote our own will and glory. But we live this out, mortifying that sin and praying continually for God to bend our wills towards his.
today. Please pray for Michael and Ruth Poirier, our missionaries in Canada. And also remember the Kekchi Life Word broadcast that's heard in Guatemala.